This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie Now, families in uh, Toher are not just upset, they're also confused as to why the local creche has uh, decided to close. Our efforts uh, to get a comment or a statement or a spokesperson from uh, the Toher Community Project Group Limited have uh, not gone very far. They've not responded to us. They operate the Scallywags Creche and 40 parents in Toher have been left with no childcare as a result of Scallywags deciding not to reopen. Let's hear from some of the parents, Maria Matthews and Colin Markey, uh, who's a local councillor as well. And good morning to both of you and uh, thanks for joining us. Maria, there was a protest over the weekend, I believe. Yes, Michael, we had a great turnout on Saturday. We, um, first of all, we heard about um, this closure on Monday the 6th of July. Um, there was rumours that um, staff were informed that Scallywags would not be reopening in September. And then on Tuesday the 7th, the parents got a text as well. And as you can imagine, we are absolutely devastated. Scallywags has been running um, there in Toha for 19 years. Mm. And we've never had to worry about childcare. Mm. It's an excellent service with excellent staff. And now it's just been taken away from us. Uh, As a working mother, you need childcare, I take it. Oh, Michael, Mm. I don't know how I'm going to go to work in September. I'm a primary school teacher. My husband has a full-time job. And um, my son was there from 8 o'clock in the morning until I came home from work. Excellent service, breakfast provided. He then went on to the ESCHA programme and then I knew he was cared for for the whole afternoon. And now that has been taken away from us. All right. Uh, I I take it, Colm, you're... Sorry, Maria. I take it, Colm, you're in a a similar situation personally in terms of the need for childcare. Uh, There is uh, the bigger picture as well. Uh, People have lost their jobs. 15 staff unemployed as a result. Yeah, certainly as regards my own situation, sure. My partner is a teacher as well, so she's working full-time and I'm full-time tied up with all my stuff. So, like, the, the need for childcare, for, we're a classic example of someone who's desperately stuck if this happens. But you have to consider for the staff as well. To be told by a text message that your job was gone without any, any indication that there was an issue or anything like that. And, uh, to, like, you have to ask in terms of proper... Uh, employment uh, law and all that, is that appropriate? Like, mm. It seems ridiculous that that's the way it happened. Okay, well, as I said, uh, there's uh, disappointment, uh, but also confusion uh, as to why this is happening. Uh, you seem to be of the impression uh, that there's a lot of money in the bank, that there's 
very substantial cash reserves here. Well, if you just a simple review of the CRO, well, you can see the accounts on the CRO, and it shows a cash reserves of four hundred and fifty thousand, and it also shows in seventeen eighteen financial year they made in fifty three thousand of profit. So. It, it, anyone to suggest that it's a viability issue it quite simply isn't. Okay, Maria, we've been hearing uh, that it's going to be very difficult for a lot of uh, childcare facilities and creches around the country to reopen because of uh, COVID-19. Uh, is, is that what's been driving this or has that been explained to you? Well, that's what we were in, we were informed via email that a lot of this is down to uh, COVID-19. But Michael, COVID-19 is temporary. Um, when you have that much money in the bank, I think, you know, you could um, run the next school year and still be profitable. Um, parents need childcare. The, um, the Loud County Childcare mm. are offering so many ways, um, you know, staffing arrangements. They're there. They're willing to help. Um, everybody's going through COVID-19. It's not just um, scallywags and toilets. But you need sanitizers. You need uh, perspex. You need all of these things. Uh, and of course, then you've got the ongoing costs uh, that any business has to face into. Uh, although I think uh, there's uh, probably reduced costs in respect uh, of scallywags. Well, yes, it's you know it it offers affordable childcare. Mm. You know, and you know the the place hasn't been uh, paying rates. Um, there's a you know rates. Um, but at the minute because of COVID-19 and you know there's so many schemes out there that are offering offering money and offering support for um, childcare at the minute there's no reason why this childcare facility should be closing. Okay but uh, they're working out at the former parochial hall at a, a reduced cost I think. Yes, Michael, I think it's important that a, a, their, their costs are minimal. They've, they've no rent. They're working mm. out of the parochial hall. A, no rent at all. Currently, currently, as regards the rates, there's a rates holiday because of COVID-19. Yeah. Mm. And like the, as regards COVID-19, the County Child Care Committee have, have insisted that they're available to do viability plans for creches. Mm. They haven't even been contacted. They made an approach to the creche last week and mm. they were told they didn't, they didn't want their help. Mm. So it was like people weren't even trying to find a solution here. Okay. There was no engagement with staff, there was no engagement with parents mm. in terms of looking to see what the options were. Okay, right. Uh, maybe uh, you can explain to me why we're having this discussion because it doesn't seem to make very much sense. I'm scratching my head as I'm sure an awful lot of people are listening to us. Uh, they've no outgoings really uh, and a lot of money in uh, the bank, uh, plenty of uh, children uh, whose parents are, are working and uh, they need childcare. Fifteen staff who've just been let go. Uh, it doesn't uh, add up. What, what what's behind all of this? One of the big problems is the, the the whole governance scenario. The reality is there's four directors of the company and three of them are from the one family, and it seems like one person or one family has made an executive decision to to close the crash. And if you talk to other former directors or members of the company, they're not interested in closing the crash. Right. Yes, they, this, has come, this message has come unbeknownst to them, mm. to, to the parents. Like they, the first they heard of it was when they were contacted by, by parents or by mm. staff to say that the crash was closing. And they were the, the people who set up the crash, and they're the, the members of the company, and yet they didn't know the crash was closing. OK, some childcare providers were concerned that parents wouldn't want uh, their children uh, to go back into crashes or they may not be able to afford it because of their own circumstances changing as a result of the coronavirus or they might be out of work or, or something like that. Uh, what, 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 what do we know about the parents, Maria? 
Well, um, Michael, the parents were contacted, some of the parents were contacted back in um, early June to know would we be considering returning on the 29th of June. Um, We're now being told that that was um, a survey which we were not informed of at the time. Many parents um, on the 29th of June were not ready to send their children back, some of them due to COVID-19, some of them due to the fact that it's the summer holidays and they wouldn't have been sending them for the summer anyway. They needed them during the school year. So if I had been told in June that that was a survey and I was needed to know my information regarding September or if me not sending my son during the summer would affect the closure in September, I definitely would have had more information ready and would have had time to discuss with my husband what our plans were. There are parents out there that have nowhere to send their children now in September. I have um, a, a girl who has three children and has no support. Her mm. Um, parents all work, they're in it's, full-time yeah. employment. Mm. I have parents now that are worrying because their their grandparents are going to have yeah. to mind the children. Yeah. I mean, That's they, my own case here. They're, they're fairly normal circumstances, uh, the yeah. type of reason people generally look for childcare. It's uh, awfully unfortunate uh, that uh, the company aren't here. As I said, it's a limited company, but uh, Toro Community Project Group never responded to us. Uh, but it, is it that somebody else could take over this? I mean, as you presented it, it would seem as though there's no reason for this, uh, that the demand is there, the uh, parochial hall is there, the costs are low and there's plenty of money in the bank and there's uh, enough staff uh, to make sure that the children are looked after well. Can somebody else take over or, or is that a, a possible solution to it? reality, Michael, this isn't a private company. This is a community project group. It has a, a board of directors and members and trustees. It's actually a registered charity as well. So it's not the, the, the direction of one person or one family. Mm. This should be a representation of the local community. But in reality, there are directors, there are members and there are trustees. Mm. They have a role in this and it's very important that they act and, and take on their responsibilities. But you're saying the community want the crash open. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like, so if it's a community project and the community want the crash open... Uh, so, but ultimately, the problem... With you the can see why I'm scratching my head, Colm. Absolutely. The parents have no say in this. This is the right. frustrating part of all this. They, as, as this structure is set up, the community group has established itself as a not-for-profit company. And through that, they, the people who established it essentially are the members. Mm. And it's up to them to act to remove the directors. Or, or, equally, like if the directors are there, if the dire- managing director is there, mm. feels he can't make it work. He can always step aside and let someone else take it over. And that would be the, probably the, the, most, the, the, the simplest way to do it. Has he, has, he, has he met with you? Obviously, uh, there's something here uh, that needs uh, to be discussed at best. Uh, has he met with you uh, and where are you at in that I sense? I had a brief, probably five-minute phone call with him last Tuesday week on it. And then I made contact with him again. I tried to ring him. I didn't get an answer. And I got a text message back indicating that the crash was closing and he, and he hadn't, there was no, the decision was made and do not contact me again was the response, was at the end of the day. Really? No willingness to engage whatsoever. Also made a, a bit of a, if you like, suggestion that's, that's to the back channel yeah. to see would he be prepared to talk to us and everything is met. Well, you were told not to contact him again. <laughs> well, well, I think in fairness, if he didn't get the message from the protest on Saturday, uh, that they certainly, uh, I don't think he's listening. And I think if he'd step aside, that would be brilliant. If the member of the director... But if he doesn't step aside, step aside what is uh, the role of the company? I mean, what, what, what do they do well, then? They, if you look at the building, the, the planning permission in the building is for a crash. 
Yeah. So what else does it propose to do with the building? So the reality is the, the, the need is for a crash. Okay. Like, and that's what the community want. Uh, you, you have to ask why it won't let others, if he believes he can't make it work, why he can't step aside. If the County Child Care Committee believe it can work, okay. it can work. Maria. We want the chance to let it work. Maria, final word. I just word. wanted to say as well, Maria. Michael, that we conducted our own survey in a matter of a couple of hours just okay. before we had our meeting last week. Easily done and these days, we, yep. We just easily done online yeah. and yeah. we had 30, 30 people coming back. To Out of 40. Day. And that was, that was only in a matter of three or four hours yeah. before we had our meeting. So, you know, the demand yeah. is there. So the, the people need to go to work. If they can't go to work, how do they pay taxes? How do we pump money back into the mm. community? So you're at you're, you're, have, you're at 75% there, just to make that point. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because you know, you know, exactly. people will quite often And that call was just in a short space of time. Okay, well, there's obviously the demand there. Uh, and uh, We, we also have people, Michael, that have not have their children down for the ETCHA programme this September who have not been contacted to say that the place has closed and they still haven't even been told that their child won't be attending ETCHA and Scallywags this okay. September. Like, right. if you consider even in my own situation, I have an additional child to go next September. That hasn't even been taken into account. Okay, well, look, you've made your case very, very strongly, it has to be said, if uh, the Community Project Group uh, do wish uh, to address it on the programme or elsewhere, I- I'm sure you'd be delighted uh, to discuss it further with them. Uh, we have to leave it there, though, and thank you both, uh, indeed, uh, for joining us here on the programme this morning. Maria Matthews and Colin Markey, who's a counsellor, and both are parents of uh, children who had attended Scallywax. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.